everybody. Welcome to the penultimate episode of the Finger Guns Podcast in 2022. My name is Roscoe. How are you doing? I'm really, 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 really cold. Joining me tonight is Miles Thompson. Hello there. Hello there. Hello there. Hello there, sir. How are you? I'm not too bad, thank you, sir. How are you? I'm fantastic, man. I'm fantastic. I can't keep the accent up that well, I'm afraid. <laughs> Having a great time. I just finished watching Spider-Man that way home. Oh, how many times have you watched it now? A few times, but this was the uh, this was the extra clip stuff edition, like extra content edition. Oh, the fancy edition. Yeah, it was just more of all of them talking on scuffling. It was great. Was it as good as we remember? Yeah. It still rules, and it was just more of that stuff. It was like, well, that works for me. That's what you need in life. Just more Spider-Man. That movie's awesome. I want to watch it again now. K to the A to the TKB. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello. How you doing, friend? How's it going? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. How are you? I'm all right, yeah. Good. I'm less <laughs> snotty, but still a bit snotty. Oh, good. Well, yeah, it's less is, less is more. I guess. In this yeah, maybe not with yeah. colds, but you know, no. in most things. Yeah, in most things. All right, good, good, <laughs> good, good. How's your week been? Yeah, it's been um, well done. Oh, yeah, it's been fine. Um, I lost all of Saturday to a migraine. That's what I'm calling it. It was probably a hangover that turned into a migraine. No, but not a hundred percent. But it did turn into a migraine. Agreed. Yeah, all right. We can call it an even split. Yeah, is it can't hit him. So yeah, um, other than that, not done much. All right. Well, good talk. Good talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm just boring. I'm just I really love it. boring. <laughs> yeah, just really boring this week. Maybe, maybe next week I'll come back and I would have like I don't know, climbed the Eiffel Tower barefoot or something like that. Well, yeah, that would be pretty cool. That would be cool. That'd be exciting. Yeah, I'd be for yeah. That would because hurt. I feel like it's more badass than you know. I I climb the Eiffel Tower with my boots that help me climb the Eiffel Tower. Like if you do a barefoot, that's pretty hardcore. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Yeah. Fine. See? All right. Fine. All right. Fine. Love it. <laughs> Love it. And finally, Josh Thompson. Hello. 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 Hi. Uh, I got malurgy on my trip up to Eiffel Tower barefooted. Um, ah. so I sound a little bit like cat in the way of being snotty and such. Um, but I did it with a week of excitement of Everest's Eiffel Tower. Um, what else did I do? I saw the peninsulas, um, went to Australia, stroked kangaroo, uh, end up getting in a fight and then, um, just went home, just went home. And got I got ill in the way on the way, so here we are. Oh, boring week this one. Damn. Really <laughs> no, got to put some effort into next week. <laughs> I might just do that, you know. Uh, when you said penultimate, I my heart skipped a beat. I was like Jesus, and then you said twenty twenty two, and yes, we're ending the year almost. Can you imagine yeah. if we just didn't tell you that the pod was ending? <laughs> you found out now. <laughs> Monday. Yeah, I'm just looking at the Slack next Monday or the Monday after, and I'm just like at the podcast channel. There's just no Zoom link coming in. I'm just it's half eight, yeah. just here. And I was Sean oh, and I have decided that uh, yeah, uh, Minions comes to an end on January first, 2023. Uh, I want to thank everyone for their hard work. 
Um, but we're going to move on to bigger and better things um, without you. So uh, cheers, everyone. And uh, yeah, bye for now. It's been a pleasure. This feels, feels like finger guns <laughs> Ragnarok rag- rag- now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's only the second, the last one of the year. We'll be back again next year. Um, we, we stopped the week before Christmas, so we can all have, we can all focus on Christmas stuff. And then we'll be back in the first week of January. Oh, I'm just, I'm caked on with work. It's, yeah. well. it's my Christmas. There's no, there's no news, you know. Give it a week and everything will shut down. There'll be nothing to talk about. And uh, that'll be it. But we do have a big game of the year episode next week, which is always fun. Oh, yeah. So we're going to have a great time talking about our favorite games of the year. Um, and like a big fat quiz of the year. It's going to be amazing. There's so much going on next that week. Sucks, bro. Yeah. Oh, I've not told you about that. That's really weird. Oh, God. Where did that come from? <laughs> big fat quiz of the year. Okay. I was going to do Christmas food, but I can do like a quiz of 2022. Fine. Shove it. Yeah. Let's do it. Sweet. I'm in. Sweet. I'm in. Might do yeah, 20 man. questions. So, I mean, have it. <laughs> They wouldn't. They wouldn't drop a state of play on us before Christmas, would they? <laughs> With all the big news about Spider Man Two, that wouldn't. That, that just wouldn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not like the pictures come up on the PlayStation Store. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. The trailer for the animated movie coming out supposedly tomorrow as well. Just, uh... <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, yeah. All bets are off on this one right now. Um, there's been a lot of Spider-Man 2 stuff going on, but I'm going to ignore it for now, because Christmas is upon us, and uh, we've got a lot to talk about tonight, including the Game Awards, and most, well, mostly the Game Awards, there's not much else to talk about, really. So we're going to focus on that, because there's, there's a lot to cover, which we haven't covered yet, so um, we'll get into that very, very shortly, but let's get into our Game of the Week! Miles Thompson, your Game of the Week! I've got quite a lot to choose from, but I've decided to go with Mirrorforge. But before I go into it, I just want to give a shout out to the Back for Blood DLC because we had a great time on it. Hey, you? well done, Jorog. You've made a good game at last. They finally had an actual pack of content that we were like, this is fun. We're having a really good time with it. There's a flamethrower in it now, which is just awesome. Um, there's an entire like level set around a museum where there's like a dinosaur exhibit, and there's a bit like where you're fending off like a horde while you're in like this space like section of it. It's really cool, and I kind of wish this is what the entire game would be because it probably would have done better. Yep, shout out to Dana. What up, girl? <laughs> with, your, with your bow and arrow kicking ass. Oh my god, it was very good. We had a couple of randoms join us for like the entire campaign as well. Let well, me, I forged a bit of a bond with them, didn't we? Yeah, it was quite nice at the end. We were like, well, man, thank you very much. That was an honor. Yeah. Yeah, and, we made uh, a friend. Yeah, we had a uh, we had a really good time playing Battle for Blood, which is not something we could say for the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah. Better late than never, I guess. But we got there. We got there. Um, we yeah, did well, have a good time, but it was just the fact that like we had a good time, and then Black Back for Blood was just there. In spite like, of it, it's yeah. not. It, they weren't conducive to each other. It was we like we time. were the good time. Yeah, we were the good time. Yeah, Back and for Blood but this time, time, you know, they were privy to the pie. Yeah, they actually turned up with alcohol and had a good time. It was good. Um, so yeah, just want to shout out back for blood. And then also shout uh, out to uh, Doc. What up, girl? How you doing? Oh my god, girl, are you so fine? <laughs> but anyone who doesn't have context, which will be everyone except me and Ross, um, I had a particular Doc skin on back for blood, and Ross spent a good five to ten minutes just oodling over how fit he thought the skin was. 
Jewel Superfit. I'm just going to throw that out now. <laughs> it's kind of like a punk, rocky, like 2000s emo type vibe to it, but it was pretty cool. Yeah, um, anyone that knows me himself. knows that's that's just my jam. So <laughs> just, no. I didn't even know it was a jam. It was just like a coincidence. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, she, she had Miles' voice, but I kind of got over that. <laughs> that's a very unfortunate reality way to ruin yeah. the, uh, the allure of it. <laughs> Um, but my actual game of the week is Mirror Forge. Uh, this is like a first-person horror-type experience, and especially for you, Josh, this is one to take a look at because it's very Silent Hill-inspired. Um, it doesn't do many of the things nearly as good as Silent Hill, but it's a pretty good attempt, um, particularly the like environmental design. Um, if anyone's played like Silent Hills like three, when you go into the other world and it's all kind of metallic-y and cagey and all that kind of stuff, kind of blood oozing, bodies everywhere. It's a very kind of tense, creepy atmosphere rather than outright scary. Uh, but it really captures the feel of a Silent Hill game like incredibly well. Um, and I think Bloober Team could do a lot worse than picking up whoever the concept artists were for this game and like bringing them on board because I think they'll actually be a really good benefit to it. Um, the game itself, you can't really like, you don't fight back. There are creatures around. You have this like seal of Anu, it's called, that you can like stun them with and you can just run past them. Um, but there's a couple of good sections where there's like an invisible enemy, so you can't see them. So you have to use like your sense of sound to actually like figure out when they're near you or not. It'd be cat's worst nightmare for a game. Um, but yeah, it's mainly like a creepy walking simulator. It's not outright scary. The jump scares don't really land. Um, but like the environment design and the story are actually quite interesting. It's based on like Mesopotamian um, like lore, I guess. Um, and there's some really cool stuff in here. So it's only about four or five hours long. You can probably polish it off in an afternoon. Um, but it's worth picking up and worth checking out. There's a full write-up on the site, but I think it deserves a bit of praise and hopefully somebody will have a look at it because I think it's well worth it. Sounds good, man. Yeah, it was nice. A nice surprise. A nice surprise. Like yeah. Harry Kane shooting it over the bar in a, in a uh, World Cup quarterfinal. Why, why would you bring this up again, Ross? I thought we were over this trauma and what, now it's now it's all back again. Just wanted to bring that up. Thank you. I really appreciate you. I'm Morocco all the way. Morocco to win it. Screw everyone else. Where it is that the board is still flying in the solar system somewhere. Ah, it's probably out of this universe. It's gone into the multiverse now. It's probably hit like a version of Peter Parker in space somewhere. <laughs> Fucking uh, okay. no, We gotta laugh about it, man. We gotta laugh about it. I can't. I can still can't. Oof. I fun fact, I have my back turned to the TV. I did not see this penalty. Um, I was doing <laughs> I was doing paperwork and I had it on in the background, and the the commentators went and he skied it over the bar, and I nearly threw my pen against the wall, but I didn't actually see it happen. So I think I'm living in some kind of a happy positive world that was yeah. like it was just it was just something that happened in the background. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, just pretend it never happened. You were better off not watching it, to be honest. Oh, wow. Josh has just made the part of the century. <laughs> Josh, you got to come off mute and say that out loud for everyone. That was amazing. I, do, I didn't want to interrupt your conversation. It. it was a nice flow, but I just sent it. Went from coming home to no way home. Oh, <laughs> that is magical. Oh, it's snowing outside. That's exciting. Sorry. Oh, is it snowing? Is it? It's snowing in Taunton. Lovely. It is. It's snowing. It never snows here. Is it? Yeah. Wait, Boy, let's try is it? No, this... can't see that, mate. Yeah. Look on the roof opposite us. Oh, I love that window in front. I've got moves. Oh. Oh. 
what I was trying to do with the music for Home Alone, oh, not yeah. Jurassic Park. You might be right. I, well, I mean, the roof opposite us is normally black and it's currently white because it's been dusted with snow. So I'm, <laughs> I'm fairly certain. Yeah, yeah you might be right. <laughs> or it's just a shit ton of cocaine. Yeah. yeah. Cocaine we'll see the effects just... of it in the morning, no doubt. Yes. God, it's so horrifically cold in Zonson. I can't actually believe it. Um, but that's why we're buying Udi. Let me tell you about Udi, ladies and gentlemen. No, we're not sponsored by Udi yet. <laughs> not yet. yet. The amount of time to talk about everybody should be. Oh, that'd be so sweet. We get free Udis all year round. Oh, my God. Can you imagine such a thing? <sighs> I'm sorry, this podcast is not more popular, guys. Well, it's fine by me. I'm having fun. <laughs> we have fun. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, pass it on to a friend, and then they can pass it on to their friend. They can pass it on to their friend. Before you know it, we'll be giving away Udi's all year round. Yeah, someone must know the CEO of Udi and be like, listen to the Fingers Girls podcast. And they're like, wow, actually, yeah, we should. Yeah. Damn, we like these guys. They talk about Udi a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Cam, what is your game of the week? Uh, My game of the week is a game called uh, Porcupine... Wait, no, it's not called that. It's called The Fall of Porcupine, The Last Days of Summer. And it is the, well, it's, I don't, I haven't finished the game. I've finished the first episode of the game. So the first episode is completely free. So they're doing the thing that like Life is Strange does, where like they give you the first, they give you the prologue for free and then you can kind of purchase um, the rest of the chapters when they come out. Um, it's a very short game, very artsy indie game, and you follow a bird called Finley. And Finley um, has moved to the town of Porcupine, um, and he's becoming a doctor. And he's in this kind of very, kind of very like Porcupine's kind of like a village where or a town where it's you know it's everyone knows everyone. It's all very homely and yeah. So he's he's feeling a bit out of place. He's feeling a bit kind of like just trying to settle in, trying to just live life. Um, and you kind of just do a day at day in his work, and he's kind of trying to be the new kid at, at work. He's trying to you know he's got a really strict boss, and everyone's a cute little animal and it's really artsy and then the story takes a bit of a turn at the end very like shockingly um but it's really cool you get to like diagnose your patients you get to like treat your patients with like uh quick time events um and there's like a kind of wordle-esque um game as well like where you diagnose because you've got to get all the symbols in the right place um yeah i mean for a free game it lasted about i don't know maybe like 30 minutes 30 40 minutes i really enjoyed it i thought it was great and i will certainly be purchasing um the rest of the episodes it's on the demos um yeah it was just really worth it like i think for a free game i think sometimes it's a really good idea when those types of games are quite episodic and you know you just do the first one for free because why the hell not um so i would definitely check it out it's got a really nice art style um yeah it's a really interesting story and i'm looking forward to the rest of it terrific yeah i actually think you quite like it ross we'll check it out i think you'd find it cute what's it called again the porcupine of david's the full porcupine oh okay <laughs> that's about yeah, you how much you remember is it called? Cool. Yeah, not the Fall of Porcupine, just Fall of Porcupine. Okay. It's a very cute. I think Josh would like it too, actually. It's a very Josh game. Yeah, it reminds me of um, what's that one where you play as a cat that's like recently graduated and you go back home to town? 
not in the woods. Yeah, it's, it gave me a lot. Oh of my that. god, it's don't like, even. Not in the woods is like fucking yeah. Ross's favorite game of all time, apart yeah. from the French. It's like autumnal. <laughs> I can't talk about it. Anthropomorphic characters—they're all struggling with something, but yeah. Oh. I don't cool. think it's going to be as good as Night in the Woods, but it's certainly like interesting. Oh, Night in the Woods—it's like the sad episode of Scrubs. <laughs> yeah, but although that what where Doctor Cox loses his shit and throws everything everywhere—that is really sad. That episode. <laughs> <laughs> or the Brendan Fraser episode where he doesn't realizes at the funeral. Oh yeah, that one was heartbreaking. Oh, that kills me. Yeah. Is that the one? Is it the sad and the sad one where like they do the kidney transfer thing and they all fail one by one? Because yeah. they all got rabies. Oh, I don't know if they got rabies. Yeah, they all had rabies and we didn't test for it because why would they test for and it? It's very really There was medicine. that person as well. There was mm. that person as well. Like that episode where you have to spend like well, they say that you've got you spend an average of like eighteen seconds with a patient, and it took JD and Doctor Cox for her to be discharged to her like she tried to kill herself. That's sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to this Scrub Sport as much as a podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, man. It's been like twenty years. If you haven't watched Scrubs by now, a where the fuck have you been? And b start from the beginning because yeah. it's great. It is a moment in time. I've got no interest in watching it again, but it it was a is that very enjoyable Zach show. Braff blocked you on Twitter, mate. Fuck Zach Braff. Okay, <laughs> let me get a let me tell you something about Zach Braff. All right. That dude is all like, oh yeah, I'm I'm, I'm a legend of a generation. No, you're not. You're an asshole. Okay. okay. What kind of fucking egotist goes to Kickstarter to fund their own film and the film turns out to be utter egocentric, self-obsessed dog shit? Any guys fans to pay for it? Fuck off, Zach Brown. Now, um, so uh, Josh, what's your game of the week? <laughs> my game of the week is Scrubs 2 no uh, <laughs> <laughs> my game of the week is Hello Neighbor 2 um, nice. it is the second one of the first one uh, <laughs> it's essentially um, there is a strange guy in the neighbourhood who in the first episode you're a child and you kind of you see something weird in his house and it's a bit intrusive so you go in and you, you have a look you find out all the secrets in his basement um, I've not played the first one, uh, might I add, but I'm just kind of giving a backstory to this strange guy called Mr. Peterson, who, um, yeah, he's like rumoured to be kidnapping children and stuff like that and keeping them in his basement, so on and so forth. Um, so the sequel takes place, I think, before the events, and you play as a journalist um, who is investigating said missing children cases uh mr peterson is at the heart of it um and you just try and find out all the clues to get to the bottom of the mystery but this time round, it's not just mr peterson but it's the person that runs the bakery it's the mayor of the town um and it's a couple of other characters that i won't get into because they're a bit more story significant um and you just go into their own buildings and and solve all these puzzles in my review i kind of described it as like a, a reverse way of an escape room so like an escape room you kind of look around for objects and numbers and uh, things to connect the dots to get your way out but instead you're kind of trying to get your way in further to find more out and it kind of branches the story branches out um and it's it's a decent game um 
Uh, the puzzles are probably the best part of it. The rest of it, performance, it's not amazing. Uh, even on a PS5, it kind of ran quite slow frames and it would dip often and then there'd be screen tearing. Um, uh, but yeah, it's not too bad. I think it. For, I've seen, I've read reviews of the first Hell and Neighbor to try and do a bit of uh, backstory. Um, and a lot of people's frustrations were uh, puzzles were so convoluted that the answers to them just didn't make much sense or they were so multifaceted that it was like people were like, how would I have got this without asking someone? Um, whereas this time it's really well signposted, but not kind of in your face where you're like being held, your, 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 your hands not being held during the whole thing of it. Um, uh, but yeah, the story is still light. Um, I think from the first game, there was a lot of like cult following on kind of fan theories and stuff like that. And I think it's lent into that with the sequel. Um, there is still ambiguity, despite having a bit more cutscenes in it. Um, room for more discussion, more theories and such. Um, yeah, I think <clears throat> if you don't like it, this might not be the first one to go into. I think maybe see what else they've got because they've got spin-offs they've got multiplayer um games that do the hello neighbor formula but a bit different like a hide and seek mode and stuff like that um so they do they're doing a lot of different varied things in their other games uh which i wish i just saw in this one uh because it's just a plain plain jane story and you start it you end it after i want to say like there's technically like four different levels, but or five different levels, but you re- return to one level after every single one. So it's it's quite short. I did it very. If you're quite clever with the uh, puzzles, you will get it done pretty quickly. Um, but it's a nice short platinum if you like your platinum trophies or your thousand Gs. Um, yeah, it's not great. It's it's fine. Um, and if you do like Hello Neighbor, then yes, you. We'll definitely like this game for sure. All right, so it's a worthy sequel then to the original. Um, in ways, in in ways for sure. I think it follows the first game more than it follows kind of the uh, kind of spin-offs that it's tried to do different things with. And I wish they kind of went a bit more in that direction where it was a bit more experimental or kind of changing up things instead of just kind of trimming the fat and then making it a bit more accessible of a game than the first one. Um, so, yeah, it, it's in ways it's better. In others, it's a little bit lacking. Yeah, it didn't. It, the first one didn't jump out at me. I, don't, I remember playing it, and it wasn't. It didn't blow my mind. But the sequel sort of looked like it did fix some of the issues that I may have had. And so it's. Uh, I think it's a PS Plus game, for sure. Yeah, it's Game Pass. Um, Hello Neighbor 2. So if you've got Xbox, oh, yeah, so it Pass, is. Uh, it's free on that if you pay for the subscription. Um, but yeah, I think what you're, what you're, I think you're saying is kind of like the game doesn't tell you anything. Work it out for yourself. And if mm. you're not kind of thinking, if and you're not given the tools enough, you're kind of like, well, what can I do in this game? And then you spend hours doing nothing. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Cool. So had a neighbor too. It's out now, isn't it? It is out now, yes. Out now. Cool. Good stuff. Uh what's my game of the I'm really playing anything this week. Um I guess I can talk about Forspoken. 
Sure. Uh, the demo is out there now. Um, if anyone else has played it, they can chime in. Um, it's uh, Square Enix's brand new IP. Uh, you would have seen it advertised for the last kind of year and a half or so at every single uh, showcase <laughs> or sort of game event. And yeah, they they dropped the demo kind of randomly out of the blue, which was quite nice. And I'm not feeling it. Not yet. With you. I think the issue uh... being is it it's a demo. So they drop you in the middle of the game, you have all of the magic, and but they don't tell you kind of how to use it. They just kind of uh tell you how to how to how to traverse. Traversing is pretty cool. Um it looks really nice. It looks beautiful actually. Um, it's a lovely looking game, but it's um, yeah, the combat isn't what I would call engaging. Um, it doesn't feel like I've got a lot of control over it. Um, the characters are annoying thus far, which in a demo is really bad, I think. And yeah, it's uh, certainly had my attention during the trailers, and I was excited for something brand new to play next year. But uh, I don't know, I'm not sure. I think I'm going to wait on this one instead. Yeah, I think I will too. I think it's the first time we've had a demo for a game that has probably garnered it less sales. Like I've I've cancelled my pre-order of it. <laughs> and I think I've seen the people on Twitter cancel their pre-order on it. And it's never had I've never seen a demo that has had the reverse effect on like getting excited, getting people excited for this game. Um and I'm I'm completely with you with everything you've said. Yeah, um, I felt really overpowered, and I think that's probably the game that's showcasing what is possible in the game, which is fair enough. Yeah. Um, but I didn't feel like I was learning anything. Um, if you're gonna, I really think demos should be right like the first hour of the game, just so you can dip your toe in at the same time you would if you were playing the game. Um, and not just drop you in the middle of a sequence, because you know, I basically felt like I had all of my power and everything that was coming up against me, I just I mowed down fairly, fairly easily. And I didn't really know what was what, which one was which, which one I had to use it. Are there any benefits to using one over the other? Um, those are things that you'd learn like throughout the game as it goes on. But um, obviously I didn't have that. So that may be detriment because of the demo. Um, maybe the full game might be a little easier to understand. But um, it didn't give me a great first impression, which is unfortunate, I think. But there we are. That's full spoken. Um, there's a few other demos. Did you play Season, Josh, by any chance? Funny enough, that yes, that will be my recommendation later. Oh, cool. All right. I shall hold off then and ask, ask you about it. <laughs> looking forward. I know you're really hyped for it, so I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say about it uh, for sure. All right, then. Let's get into this week's quiz, the penultimate quiz of the year. Oh, my. That's so excited about this one. I'm so excited. So excited. Not about this particular quiz, but just the fact that it's the penultimate quiz of the year. <laughs> because it, it hurts my brain. <laughs> but uh Dad out to a cat who's had to take on the, the quiz writing and uh, has oh. managed to get a quiz every pod she's been on since then and is now running out of ideas, but still smashing yeah, it nonetheless. <laughs> yeah. I think you spoiled people listeners. are like Oh god, what was that? I think you spoiled listeners by doing it weekly and coming up with things so quickly like it's just gonna it's just hard isn't it it was hard uh, yeah, the I just the for so long i thought that like that the theme thing would go on forever and it got to the point where i was doing food and everything it was just like yeah so <laughs> and then that didn't work so i had to go back to sean's formula and sean's formula is so much harder um because yeah 
it's just plucking games out of thin air and uh <laughs> and trying to do that uh so yeah but thank you josh thanks for the compliment um yeah it's one of those things i've enjoyed along the way i'm passionate now but i i have really enjoyed it and i've enjoyed being the quiz master when i was doing the quizzes i wanted to be the quiz master i'm here uh and i'm certainly not being taking anything for granted and you did um, deliver us fruit salad so he did <laughs> that is for the highlight of finger guns forever <laughs> Listen, right, that was rookie quiz mastering. Okay, I'm better than that now. <laughs> that was peak quiz mastering. That was amazing. Oh, amazing. I wish I could remember the episode. I'd go back and just cut it out and there's like a best bits of, <laughs> best bits of the podcast. <laughs> I still remember the stunned silence when we all realised the answer. We're like, what? Well, wait, hang on Josh a minute. Josh has no idea what we're talking about. So there was a quiz where I, um, the theme was like, it's bad descriptions so of games. Funny isn't it? it was bad descriptions of games. Okay, now we got like to be fair. Most of them were pretty on point, and then yeah, I got good. to fruit. And then I just said fruit salad, and fucking <laughs> everyone went silent. <laughs> what is fruit salad, Josh? If it's a badly described game, um, I want to say that ninja game, like the one where you start oh, ninja. Out. Someone did say that. <laughs> that was one of our guesses. Yeah, it was. Is that not <laughs> the answer? Nope. Not the answer, no. Then fuck knows. <laughs> it's snacks. Bug snacks. Yeah. And when I tell you because, the roar of laughter in because the cats Because Cat thought that it was only fruit that the the your bugs were in bug snacks. Yep. And she no, was so adamant about this. And we were like, well, no, there's burgers and there's hot dogs and there's shit. And chips. I was like, oh, yeah. You're <laughs> and it was the final are. question of the quiz as well, which made it even better. It was like the humdinger, like mic drop question as well. I think there's a mosquito, there's an olive as well. Like, there's, it's snacks. It's in not. My yeah. head, yeah. I was <laughs> at the beach. In my head, I was at the beach area where there was like, you know, pineapples yeah. and lollipops. That's fair. <laughs> and strawberries. Um, and chocolate. But, lollipop, know, lollipop, the uh, notorious fruit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the notorious fruit. <laughs> Anywho, yeah, so it ended up with a roar of laughter, and I don't think I lived it down for at least six weeks. So, uh, yeah. Kind of fruit, so, but and I kind did. Of salad. I filled. I filled the point. Okay, it was games described badly, and I did a bad job at that. So that Very, was, yeah. you know, task <laughs> fulfilled. Yeah, job well done. Um, <laughs> uh, fruit salad. Anywho, fruit salad. <laughs> anywho, are we ready for this week's quiz? Can't wait. Only if there's more uh, fruit salad in it. There is not, so you can get out. So... <laughs> um, so this is there was no theme. Oh, boo. Oh. Anyway, oh, I know. Um, I anyway. have to wait till 2023 for my Sonic quiz. <laughs> Listen, you can have your Sonic quiz anytime you like. Anytime you'd like. Except right now. Yeah. Except, except right next now. week because that's apparently the big fat quiz of the year. So. <laughs> the big fat Sonic quiz of the year. Yeah, one hundred and ten questions about Sonic Frontiers. Oh my god! Fuck it up. See that? Who's the main character in Sonic Frontiers? Sonic. Yes. No, nobody wants Anywho. that. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, question one. Um, oh, I need to like. Oh wait, I need to maximize it. Something I don't know who's who's gonna be bloody. Um, emojiing. Okay, so, um. Assassin's Creed Origins takes place in which Assassin's countries? Origins. Oh. Seasons. I know that. Miles. Egypt. 
Yeah, that's one country. Oh, is there another one? Okay, I've only got that one, so... Uh, uh, you're out, Josh. Um, Is there a number, the amount of how many there are, or is it just... Oh, two. fuck! And yeah, I just got, got the other one. Is the other yeah. one Syria? <gasps> no, Syria. but you're, kind, you're close, I think. <sighs> I don't know where they are on the match, <laughs> unfortunately. Oh, uh, Thanks. Hello? Hello? Hello, Ross, are you there? Oh, hi, sorry. I heard, I heard you go, I didn't know you in the row at the start. Oh, okay. Um, um, which two is countries it, is... Is it Morocco? It's not. No, um... we're in a ballpark. We're in the ballpark. For a spiritual point... Does anyone want the second country gas? Josh? I'm going to just go out on a limb and say Yemen. <laughs> no. Mars, you seem pretty sure earlier. Um, I was thinking of the ending, because one of the characters does go to a different country, but I don't think it's the country you're looking for. Okay. So, no, I don't know. <laughs> uh, Ross? Um, He's going to say something stupid. <laughs> Zimbabwe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it was uh, Libya and Egypt. Uh, 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 question two: Which 2018 game just got a patch update so you can pet the dog? Uh, Ross. Ross. Oh, I saw the video earlier. Shit! What was it? Come on, brain. Come on, brain. I do know what it was, but what was it? Is it The Witcher? No. Miles. Red Dead Redemption 2? No. We're just just naming 2018 games now. Yep. Josh, you fancy go? Which 2018 game just got a patch so you can pet your dog? Well, it's not going to be Days Gone because I don't think anyone's patching that anytime soon. I played a game oh. earlier where you could pet a dog that I couldn't, wasn't able to before. Oh yeah, and which one was that, Ross? For a spiritual point. Uh, not yet. Josh, do you wanna? Do you uh, wanna? You made no, a comment about I... this, one, but I don't think that was your answer. Do you want to answer? Yeah, why not? Say so Days Gone. Days Gone. I can't think of anything else. Okay, no, it's not Days Gone. Mm. Ross, you're gonna kick yourself if if you've got the right answer. Which game? Was it Among Us? It is Among Us. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it! Yes, they've just patched in that if you have the little dog emoji, emoji that follows you, you can pet it. Away. I was I dressed up as Ratchet and I had a little clank and I got to pet little clank. Oh, that's well cute. It was well cute. <laughs> and then I died and um, he was sad. Uh, question three. The Tongue of the Fat Man is a 1989 game released on the Commodore 64. Which genre is it? Ooh. Miles. Survival horror. No. <laughs> this Truthy is a poor color question. That is. <laughs> Matt Ross. Is it a uh, platformer? It is not. No. Mm. Josh? It's all on you, Josh. A point and click. Crikey, no. I thought one of you would get this almost immediately. For a spiritual point, would anyone like another guess? Shooter? No. 
It is a fighting action game. The Tongue of the Fat Man. Now I'm interested. Well, I've learned something new today. (laughs) Uh, Mm. Fighting action. Um, Question four. If we're including best performance, how many awards did Ragnarok sweep this year at the Game Awards? Ross. Six. Hold on. Yeah. Nice one. Um, Morgan Freeman can be a boss and fall any time in which video game? Miles. South Park, uh, The Fractured Butthole. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. You just wanted to make someone say The Fractured Butthole, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> but it's the way people say it. It's the English, like, clur on it. It's like, but you said Fractured Butthole. <laughs> but it's actually, like, obviously they mean butthole. But it's yeah. just, I could even hear you say butthole. Uh, it's just, yeah, great. Yeah. Anywho. <laughs> Uh, question whatever next one one two three four uh five question six uh two feathers are the band responsible for which video game soundtrack two, two feathers. feathers two feathers are the band miles journey no two feathers are the band responsible for which video games soundtrack ross Eternal. <laughs> I really wish. <laughs> Two Feathers obviously did the soundtrack for Doom Eternal. Yeah, move aside. Doom Eternal. <laughs> uh, no. Rock, uh, Josh? Would you fancy a little guess? Um... <sighs> No, actually, Kat, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. I honestly, I can't think of anything that's uh, two feathers. I I would like a genre. <laughs> you would like a genre? Well, that was the, the question a couple of questions ago, so you can't make them all genre-based. No, it's like wow. a guess. It's like a guess. <laughs> Which genre is it? Um, uh, it is action. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Now you have a genre. Would you? Would you like to guess? I mean, I still have no idea, so no, it's fine. <laughs> okay. Well, no, I'm uh, dry. The I thought you might wonder why I asked about video game soundtracks because the answer is Metal Health Singer. Fair. They oh, work. Shit. They work together for the responsibility of most of the soundtracks, but obviously took some voices. They took the voice from System of a Down, etc., etc., etc. But uh, but they were mostly responsible. The yeah, I, I just knew the voices in the band. I think the guy yeah. from Trivium and stuff like and Surge Tank yeah, kind of take yeah. a bit of the bit of the name drop on that <laughs> that game yeah. over Two Feathers, unfortunately. Yeah, I literally don't even think I've, I've listened to that soundtrack hundreds of times, and I've never once seen their name anywhere. <laughs> well. That's a shame. They should get more credit. They did a lot of work for it. Uh, question seven. Um, gold trophies are worth how many points on the PlayStation? Josh. Um, is it 160? Oh, no. It's not. Uh, Both. Is it 150? No. That's a, that's a little guess. Little I'm just, guess. Uh, just looking up on my uh, app. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's actually 192. Um, I can't find where it says it. 
Um, Do you want to guess a number? Um, one hundred and seventy. It is not the PlayStation Gold trophies are worth ninety. Oh, oh wow! We really overshot the ever. Uh, really did overshoot, yeah. <laughs> um, but I feel shout like out I to uh, question. Shout out to John Davies. He's already got level four on PlayStation Stars, which is the highest level. Absolutely. <laughs> Love that. Love Was that, that the highest level? Yep. You can't go any higher yet. Oh, that's me too. Yeah. Mm. That? Yeah. No way. There you go. Shout out to Josh Thompson, who's also the highest level. I think I've just yeah. bought a couple um, of games and got points. Uh, question eight. The Game Awards Game Crasher nominated the award to who? Smiles. Oh, um, oh, what was it? It was Orthodox Rabbi Bill Clinton. <laughs> I would have just taken Bill Clinton, but yeah. Yeah, I know. I wanted to try and get the whole title, but yeah. <laughs> well done. Yeah, shout out to that fucking weirdo. I missed um, that completely. I, I crashed at my laptop before I the did, game of the I year. Missed I missed it, it all. So I, I missed I, about a couple minutes before. I was like, I can't be asked. I'm going to bed. I'm sure I'll see it on Twitter in about 10 minutes. I'm too cold. Um, and then all I saw in the Slack was, what the fuck was that? I, <laughs> I, I said to Josh as we were watching it, the kid was in the background. I was like, to Josh, that kid looks so out of place in the background. He just looks lost. And then he went up and said it. I was like, what the fuck? Um, question nine. Which English actor has been revealed they are joining the cyberpunk universe in the DLC? Josh. Ding, 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 ding. Oh. Idris Elba. Idris Elba would be right. Well done. And question 10. I'm very proud of this question, to be fair. What was the name of the wireless controller for the GameCube? Ooh, Ross. The Wavebird. It bloody was. Well That's done, mate. Impressive, fair play. That sounded like a jokey answer as well. It <laughs> sounds like something out of the horizon. I was proud of that question. I was like, oh, this. I had one. Um, yeah, I have a GameCube as well, but I didn't know that. Just... I had no idea. Anywho, um, I'm going to give this winner to Ross, because you have um... a spiritual point. So, Miles, you got two. Ross, you got two. But you have the spiritual point, and I really don't want to embarrass myself by a tiebreaker. So, we're just going to call it there. Uh, Josh, fruit salad! Fruit salad! Which level has just got fruit in it in a video game? <laughs> Which level has a beach with some fruit in it in a video game? I've no idea. Because <laughs> there isn't one. Uh, anyway, thanks, guys. Uh, thank well done, Kat. Good quiz. Cheers. I enjoyed that. Less chaotic than usual. You can tell we're tired, like, of the year. <laughs> we ain't fucking slamming our quizzes no more. We ain't fucking I don't mean we've done over... We've done over 50 podcasts this year. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and we still got one to go. Thank you very much, Kurt. Hello. Right then, so let's get into the Game Awards. And um, it was a pretty solid show, I think, this year. Um, Jeff Keeley said, as we said last week, it was going to be a much shorter show. He lied about that. He lied about that very, 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 very unfairly. Because, goddamn, that was a long show. But... Here we are. We're going to get through all the winners, all the losers, our favorite bits, our favorite moments. See if our guesses that we shouted out um, were right or not. We got some of them right. We got a lot of them wrong. But uh, yeah. So um, overall, Miles Thompson, what did you make of the show? Really fucking long. 
<laughs> yeah, it was really long, wasn't oh, it? Oh my god, two and a half hours, my ass. I was like, I could stay up till three in the morning and do a work day. That's fine. No, it's four in the morning. Dick I want to shout out, uh, shout out Christopher Judge for making me get the longest show ever. <laughs> I mean, fair play to him. He earned it, but oh god, shorten your speech now. Show um, some respect to Al Pacino, motherfucker. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Literally, oh god. I thought the show itself was actually packed with like a lot of good stuff. Um, I think we got a lot of cool trailers, um, a lot of interesting um, game reveals and whatnot. Uh, there wasn't really like a, a proper showstopper, except for one for me and Josh, I think. Um, but I think the awards themselves, I was a bit. This might be a little bit controversial, but I kind of said uh, to Josh and Kat, and I think yourself as well, um, that like I felt like God of War was given a couple of them that it wouldn't have got if it was going for Game of the Year. I think because uh, Elden Ring got Game of the Year. Like I think it was the soundtrack one and there was another one. I was a bit like, hmm, I think other games deserve those more and would have meant more to them. Um but I think overall, the most of them were pretty good. The only one I would dispute was Genshin Impact winning the Player's Choice Award, which I just, it, yeah, that just shouldn't be a category anymore if that's winning it. Um, but I think there was a lot of good stuff in here. And although it was a bloated, overly long uh, actual showcase, um, I think a lot of what was shown was exciting for people to, to check in with, particularly with the trailers and stuff. So I didn't actually begrudge it. I was super tired the next day, but I thought we saw a lot of good stuff. And the mic drop moment of Orthodox Rabbi Bill Clinton just really sealed the deal, you know? So, uh, yeah, I was a big fan. I think he's still right back. I think he is still being right back, isn't he? <laughs> he's going to have to cut this later. <laughs> Roscoe! God, if I was a better podcaster, I'd probably just throw the... Uh throw the ball right back at you um and just la, say la, la. <laughs> but no we're just gonna sing instead what should we Sorry. sing guys what should we sing we should sing um fruit salad Jones, it's cold outside baby is no 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 that has a lot of connotations that I <laughs> yeah don't we're not allowed that one anymore <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah no but it's like banned and shit isn't it it's not yeah. bad but it's, it's just very inappropriate like these days it's very and shit. the radio gets criticized every time it gets played now it's very suggestive, <laughs> and it's, it's just a bit, just a bit rapey, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. Not, it's not knowing how to say no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. mm. I think they call it yeah. problematic. I think is the term now. Yeah. Oh, Tom Jones, why do you have to be so problematic? I think you're right though, uh, Miles. With the <laughs> Ross, you're gonna have to cut all of that. <laughs> Not all of it. We started talking about Tom Jones. It's all good. What's why? Um, um, I made my piece, but only halfway through you getting back. So then we just talked about, well, there was a long silence. And then we tried to sing a song that we realised people aren't allowed to sing anymore because it's problematic now. <laughs> oh, what is Elden Ring's um, like island called? Um, the Lands Between. Yeah. Okay, thank you. You do a next next week's quiz already. Well, that's going to be on the quiz. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was, I was just, um, I was just mm-hmm. slamming mm-hmm. Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. Just oh. slamming Elden Ring. Oh, why are you slamming Elden Ring? Hmm. So it, it took all the attention away from Horizon Forbidden West. That's why. I mean, got awarded that as well. I'm afraid. Didn't win and straight, and straight did. Yeah, yeah the, the most okay. Horizon, Horizon. If you guys right now, Horizon got nothing. Yeah. Stop. 
Stop it. Nothing. Nada. Stop. Stop it. That's bullshit. Sorry, that's bullshit. Thank you, Rob. I mean, best art design? Elden Ring? Fuck off. It's pretty good. No, no, no. no. In comparison to Horizon? No. I've played both, and I think Elden Ring did deserve it. It's not undeserved. I'll, I'll, I'll say that it's not undeserved. However, yeah, I think both would have been equal winners. I think. I think it's a bit of a, a gut punch to not get anything. All right? Can we discuss this when it's when it's when it's viable in like ten minutes? Because like, yeah. All right. What do you mean? It's viable in ten minutes. We're talking about it now. Oh, I thought we were going to go around and see everyone's like opinions. My bad. Okay, fine. Yeah. Fuck that. Elden Ring. <laughs> Elden Ring man. Like, we had Vegas, we had San Francisco Golden Gate Bridge. What did fucking Elden Ring have? An island, some fucking lobster crabs in the middle of a sea, and lots of sea and castles. No Ooh, one has. A yellow tree. Fuck off. Exactly. Do you know what? She fucking sweats in the desert, and you don't even need to notice it. It's not even obvious. It's only obvious when you look at her face. Do you know his fucking face? You cannot see the Elden Ring blokies. Well, and you just can see lines. always have a helmet on, but you can see their faces if, they, if you take the helmet off. Sick one. Cool. Well, does he fucking sweat? <laughs> I don't know, but I'd always have no. his helmet on. <laughs> the players do, though, when they're playing it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we sweat for them. Also, um, the Radan fight's one of the best, like, set piece art design battles I've ever seen in my life. Oh, like Kanye West. Oh, God, the I've ever seen, honestly. I can't believe that Gorilla are, like, sat there right now being like, we went home empty-handed this year. Disgusting. Did you not see the sequence where they lit up Las Vegas? Honestly. And if you go back to that game on a holiday, you like like St. Patrick's Day or Christmas, it turns Christmassy. Yeah, I've noticed that as well. Picking up all the ornaments. Like, yeah. Yeah. Do, you, do you not think this is a, a little bit of a responsibility for the publisher to some extent? That obviously we saw quite a lot of Sony titles in these awards, um, to the point where people think it's a big Sony bias. But they're normally talking from having Xbox in their uh, Twitter handle, um, and they're just salty that they've not got any first parties this year. <laughs> God of War but, came out the, the the week it did, so it could still be nominated for awards this year for sure. And, yeah. I, and I don't doubt that. And I'm and I think they gave them quite a good period to review the game. Because um, do you think this time next year it would have won six awards? I don't think it would have. Against you know everything what? else that's due out I don't know. Year. I think it would beat Starfield at most of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it will definitely beat Starfield. That's for sure. <laughs> but... To me right now, I, I'm in agreement. Um, God of War is a good game. I'm not, however, blown away by it yet. Um, apart from the start, it's been a lot of filler for me in terms of like all the side stuff that's not like fully got me into it. Um, so I don't know if I'm going to be hot on it by the end, as everyone else has, to the point of it being a game of the year for me. That could all change uh, immediately the next time I play it, um, but yeah, I think it's a it's a little bit of recency bias. Um, Horizon came out so long ago. It's you say that gone. though, but I, I was thinking this to blame it on there. But Elden Ring won Game of the Year, so like it's tough, isn't it? It's like you can't blame recency <clears> bias to so I do genuinely think that the, the the release of Elden Ring has shadowed Horizon because it was. Yeah last year's Game Awards most anticipated game of the year. 
everybody was fucking psyched and then the release dates just clashed and i'm and nearly everybody i've spoken to and i i don't even think there's an exception nearly everybody i've spoken to that hasn't finished horizon um hasn't finished it because they went to elden ring and then life happens doesn't it so you play like 50 hours of elden ring and the next game comes out and the next game comes out and then, because 2022 was crazy for games and yeah. Like, oh, yeah just start that and then you forget I think yeah. Horizon mm-hmm. has one problem um, in that it's an amazing open world, but it's an open world we've seen a lot of before in terms of like the style template that it follows. Whereas mm-hmm. Elden Ring was a new style of open world that was, it felt quite like a significant shift, just like Breath of the Wild did. And I think that's why it stuck with people more was because the Souls formula should never have worked in an open world. Whereas we've had a Horizon game before in that style and we've had lots of open world games with that template. So yeah. while I agree, I think Horizon should have got at least one or two awards. I think the problem it faced was that it was a game people have played over many years, whereas yeah. Elden Ring is a game nobody has really played before, even if yeah. you've played Souls games before, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I, and I think I as well... I get that, but like, I've seen <clears throat> the gameplay for Elden Ring and I just don't agree with the art direction. It all looks the same. I know, but outside of yeah. art direction aside, um, the game itself, uh, it's it's probably a game that's not going to match the kind of feeling and camaraderie uh, that people had in a while in in the sense of a discovery of the yeah. game. Um, I think we did the spoiler special of Elder Ring for a reason, mm-hmm. uh, just because there's just so much to talk about. There's so much in it. Um, now that the dust has settled, I can admit that like maybe the end game for myself was a little bit repetitive and, not as polished as the, well, the first like 80 hours of the game. So that's still a massive chunk. Um, but it's, it sounds really cheesy to call it a transformative experience, but from the genre that it started as to the one it's ended up in, in Elden Ring, it is, it is night and day um, comparison. And it has changed so drastically and in such a massive way that, it can't it deserves its flowers rightfully so and i think not just myself and miles talking about the game but everyone that that covers games and plays them and then talks about it not everyone's got something that they're excited about talking to another player whilst and it just i think it's just a massive like (laughs) it's a bit of an orgy of just elder ring lovers uh and like you said it came out just after horizon and it kind of overshadowed it because of it yeah, and it's by far the best multiplayer game of the year. <laughs> yeah, that's. Yeah, that's... Too. Uh, I didn't win best narrative, did it? it uh, no, Ragnarok won best narrative. I was going to say, I definitely didn't get it. Uh, yeah, but it's still one on and yeah. that's just. Anyway, yeah, God of War we did. Have... Um, Elder Ring did win best multiplayer game at uh, the Golden Joysticks, was it? Yes. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. and that was a strange one. Yeah, that's wrong. That is, yeah. yeah, that just flat up is not, no. <laughs> the multiplayer didn't even work properly at the start either. So, you know. Um, let's, all right, let's, let, let's power through winners and losers very, very quickly. Um, me and George seems to have different lists on this, but we'll work through it anyway. Um, so, innovation and accessibility went to Ragnarok. Um, good for you, Ragnarok. Last of us should have won that ready because it actually started that. Never mind. I, that's what I was going to say. I, I actually thought The Last of Us was, was going to win it because it almost has the exact same accessibility. So it really should win it. But then it I really guess... Should. There we are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, best adaptation were, went to Arcane. We called that one as well, didn't we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, content creator of the year went to Ludwig. Yeah. Um, I think we went for Nebelion on that one. Yeah. Most yeah, anticipated. But... Yeah, we got this one. We got Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. Which is, is going to... Finally, I finally realised it's Tears and not Tears. <laughs> that is going to sweep the awards next year, so I don't know why anyone else is bothering. Yep. To be honest. Best multiplayer went to Splatoon 3, which we called. Uh, best sports racing went to Gran Turismo 7. We went for Oli Oli World on that one. Yeah. I think yeah. I'd called Gran Turismo because I said the whenever the Gran Turismo game is around, they normally do win it. So I wasn't surprised by that one. Best sim strategy went to Mario Rabbids, uh, which we called. Yogg was not happy about this. Yogg was not happy about it. Not <laughs> and so all. he should be. It shouldn't even be in that category. How dare Best family went to um, Kirby in the Forgotten Lands. Uh, which we went for Lego Star Wars, I think, or as a as a group. As a group. That yeah. was my personal, it's going to be Kirby, but I got out of vote for that one. Yeah, I, think, I think that's where our lists have differed. I've thought about the ones that I chose, and then what we chose as a, as a collective is sometimes different. So oh, okay. when I was saying it to each other, like on Slack and that, I was like, oh, I called this, I called that, but like it wasn't necessarily like, like the official finger guns list that I was calling out. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm out to get Kirby. He seems to be getting a lot of flowers right now. For sure. Right for it'd be nice to dust off the old Switch sitting under my TV for a while. <laughs> Not doing a hell of a lot. Um, best ro- best RPG went to Elden Ring. We called that. Uh, best action adventure went to... Was it God of War Ragnarok? Ragnarok, yeah. Yeah, oh, I missed that one. Uh, best action went to Bayonetta 3. This was interesting. <laughs> Um, I mean, our Slack kicked off when this happened. Um, but we went for Neon White as a group. I wish yeah, um, I think I think that was more of like we like Neon White. Yeah, we, I I I pushed for Neon White. To be fair, I really <laughs> yeah. pushed for it, but I did think Bayonetta three would win it just because of the the combat depth that it has. Yeah, and yeah, we're like, oh, okay then. Uh, I think you got to get Nintendo there somehow, I suppose. Uh, best VR went to uh, Moss Book Two. Um, I think as a group we went for Among Us VR on that one. Yeah, flawed about Moss Book 2. I couldn't believe mm. that. Uh, Marvel Snap won Best Mobile, which we called uh, Best Community, where there's Final Fantasy 14. We went for No Man's Sky. Uh, best Debut was Stray. We went, to, we went for Vampires of Iowa on that one. <laughs> Honestly, I can't believe that stacked category and it went to the most okay indie game of the year. Yeah. But, and I, I love cats and I did actually really enjoy Stray, but what it's compared to is just like mm. I think it's a popularity oh, contest with that. Yeah, that was a pure popularity one. Best indie also went to Stray. We went for Tunic on that one. Um that was a tough category though. That was a big category. That was a tough category. I really wanted well? Yeah, yeah and Cult of the Lamb. Cult of the Lamb, Neil really White. Really what a category that was, damn. Tunic and Sifu yeah. as well. So yeah. Big category. Uh, best ongoing game with the Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, we were for Fortnite on that one because, of course, we did. I think I called Final Fantasy on that one. <laughs> game for Impact went to As Dust Falls. Uh, we went for a memoir. Yeah. 
Ghostbusters Clause, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've just started it and then really enjoyed it. Said to Miles, do you want to come play? And he was like, yeah, I'll come play. And then he hasn't played it with me, so I'm going to just play it with I remembered how much I didn't like the art style, so I was like, actually, no. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like, give over. Oh, shut up. Yeah, it's actually really good. Okay, have you someone discussed? Oh, sorry, what was the Finger Guns answer for that one? Uh, a Memoir Blue for that one. Yeah. Oh, okay. We hadn't heard of many of them, so we just went for a Memoir yeah. Blue because I remember Sean saying good things about it. Uh, best performance, uh, we went for Atreus and it ended up going to Kratos. Um, and yeah, he just disrespected Albertina for 10 minutes. That was an interesting <laughs> thing to do. And he didn't even thank his wife. He had to thank her on Twitter. That's like how like like overwhelmed he was. He completely forgot to thank his wife. You know. Oh, bless him. Bless Audio Design went to Ragnarok. Uh, we went for Call of Duty on that one. Uh, we should have won, but there we are. Definitely. Uh, best score in music, hilariously, we went for Two Feathers on Metal Hellseer on that one. And uh, it went to Ragnarok. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, best art direction, we've been there. Um, went to Elden Ring. Could have been Horizon, never mind. Uh, best narrative was God of War Ragnarok. We also went for Ragnarok on that one. Uh, best game direction uh, went to Elden Ring. And we called Ragnarok on that one. And game of the year, we went for Elden Ring. And it was Elden Ring. So we didn't do too badly, I don't think, really. No. I think a lot of those categories, we, as a discussion, we floated the winners as an idea and then went for something else by the end. But so we were kind of, we were in ballpark for, I think, all of them almost. Yeah, absolutely. Good work, everyone. Good work. Um, so, yeah, then it just sort of came down to the trailers, really. So, um I had around. What were your uh, favorite things that we saw from the show? Uh, Kat? Um, so obviously, I'm going to say Horizon Burning Shores. Yay! DLC. Very interesting. Yeah, and it was what's really fun about that is that obviously, um, Call of the Mountain came on first, and we were like, "That's a weird looking DLC to announce." Yeah. And then we were like, "Oh, sad faces." And then, like, literally, like two hours later, we were like. Um, so yeah, that was really fun. Um, and interestingly, very interestingly, it's exclusive to PS5. Like PS4 yes. players will not be getting Horizon Burning Shores should you want it. Very PS4. sorry about that. PS4 can't run this thing. It cannot. Uh, it might mean that they're doing more exciting things with it. Yeah, I mean that giant Robo Spider was kind of enough to go. Hmm, yeah. I don't think my, my base PS4 can run that thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that would be really exciting. I really like, I really would love to jump back into Among Us for the hide and seek chapter. I'd be really game for that. I think that looks hilarious. Um, that Star Wars game looked great. I haven't played Fallen Jedi. Um, so, is it Fallen Jedi? I am on the right lines, aren't I? Jedi Fallen Order. Fallen Order, Fallen Order, yeah. So I haven't played that. I, I I've got it on my list, but I it's just something I've not gotten around to yet. But it absolutely looked incredible. To be fair, that new one, um, Crash, great that we got a Crash game. It's interesting. I still I saw some comments where they were like, "Would have preferred Spyro," and I was really shocked by that because I I thought I was the only one, you know, um, flying this little flame dragon. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, and that Judas game looked intriguing. At first, we all thought it was Bioshock. Uh, but it's not. So, yeah, I'd be intrigued on that. Those are a couple from me. I know we've got lots to go around. But, uh, yeah, those are my kind of toppy picks, if I remember rightly. 
Toppy picks. Toppy picks. Toppy picks. <laughs> I don't know if I will buy Clash Day One. I still can't work out if that's supposed to be One League and One League was like a code name, and that's actually One League. Can imagine that is probably what's happened. Um, I'm seeing a bit confused as to what the game actually is because it didn't really give a lot away. No, they didn't, did they? It it looks like because it doesn't look like a fighting game. It doesn't. It looks like some sort of time trial versus. Like everyone has to do stuff in a certain time or before the other team is what it looks like. Like you both mm. have levels, but they have that on um, like they have that ability to do on Crash Four. Like you can do that with a friend. It can be multiplayer, and you can like race and like finish the level in time. So it kind of looks similar to that. I don't know if it's going to be like a catch the flag. Like they're going to have like modes like catch the flag or anything like that. I guess we'll have to see. Indeed, dude. Indeed, dude. we will. Uh, Josh, your uh, picks from the trailers. What do you reckon? Um, so very early on, we got one for a game called Post Trauma, which I yeah. wasn't aware of before, um, but. If you spent five minutes talking games with me, I think you know that it's right up my street. Um, it's a, like a fixed camera survival horror. Um, it's good to see like a different type like of person. Like it's just an old kind of a little bit overweight train conductor, which is such like a an everyday man. Uh, and it was right, really interesting. It looks it's got like visuals of like control, maybe with a bit of Silent Hill. Um, uh, and that's about as much as I know about the game, but I'm really excited for it. It looks trippy as hell. Um, I think uh, Miles and I uh, got very excited about one in particular game that I think he's going to bring up. Um, second to that was Death Stranding 2, um, working title. Um, <laughs> I, I think maybe we're the only people that are going to be champion in that game. Um, but I'm very happy to see it. Very excited to see what direction they're going with with that. Um, and a surprising one that uh, is definitely on the radar, but I'm curious as to how it's going to work, is Don't Nod's Banisher. Um, obviously, Don't Nod are very uh, are, are well-known now for their, in, their interactive story games. Um, and this one looks like it's got a lot more of an action-oriented um, like gameplay along with a, a story of don't nods kind of style. Um, so that's got really, really interested. I'm curious if it plays well, um, cause it's not something they've done necessarily much before. Um, and then I really like the final fantasy 16 trailer. Um, that was hype as hell. Uh, it's kind of everything you needed. It was like, it just showed you the grittiness, showed you, the action showed you kind of the summons that are going to be in the game. Um, I know we've already seen them before, but we see them in more of like a an action heavy cutscene sort of thing. Um, and then we find out that it's exclusive to PlayStation, kind of for the rest of that year, uh, which comes out twenty twenty three. But overall, yeah, I think um, for me personally, I think there was a lot of games to be excited about for this uh, this game awards compared to the the prior ones. Mm. Yeah, for sure. There's so much, I think, shown that we don't know anything about. And there's a lot to get excited about, like um, Immortals of Avium. Um, I had the unfortunate thing of going after Death Stranding. But um, yeah, that looks quite intriguing. Now, it was only a CD trailer for the title. But I'm kind of like, yeah, that sounds interesting. Um, so yeah, it's intriguing in the way that there's so much more to learn about a lot of these games, I suppose. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Miles, your pick of the traders. Uh, an easy one for this one. Uh, Hades 2 is probably by far and away the most anticipated game from that whole showing for me. Um, and for Josh, I think, as well, because I know Josh loves Hades. And funnily enough, I actually got into Hades because of Josh's recommendation. So, yeah, got to thank Josh for giving me one of my game of the years. Um, so with Hades 2, it looks like it's going to be Zagreus's sister, which is interesting because the ending of Hades, <clears throat> without trying to spoil too much of it, basically ends with every plot line kind of tied up very, very neatly. So the idea of Zagreus having a sister means that quite a bit of time will have passed because he doesn't have a sister at the time of Hades 1. Um, so I imagine there's going to be a host of new characters. It's going to follow different uh, mythology threads. Um, and it could make for a really interesting game. Um, Supergiant have never really done a sequel before. So the fact that they are going with Hades 2 is quite an interesting turn for them. And I wonder if it's because there was more story they wanted to tell or because Hades was just too successful not to go back to. Um but I'm super excited. What we were showing in the trailer looks awesome. I love the music. I love the art style. Hades is one of my favorite games when it came out last year on PS5. Uh, so I really just want to play more of it. So yeah, that was a big one. I think me and Josh audibly, our jaws just dropped to the floor because we were not expecting that whatsoever. So that was cool. Um, and the other two were Atomic Heart looks absolutely dope. And the trailer for it really sold me even more on how much I'm excited for this weird strange odd looking game but i just love the look of it as a shooter um and it's very kind of bioshocky but with its very own unique personality spin to it um and diablo 4 i know it was only a cinematic trailer but i think it was one for people who <clears throat> have been quite invested in diablo um as it showed off a bit about what the story is going to look like uh the trailer looked absolutely gorgeous um and there's just been a few previews that have come out saying that the game is in very fine fettle indeed ahead of its kind of early access launch i think it's coming to early access first um and the story is kind of going down a much darker much more brutalistic um kind of style compared to diablo 3 um so i'm really excited to see what's coming with diablo 4 uh, and lastly, Company of Heroes 3, I have to get a nerdy game in here somewhere. Uh, it's coming to console. I don't know how they're going to make that happen. I don't know how that's going to work. But if they can pull that off, that's really fucking cool. So, yeah, just wanted to give a shout out to those ones. Fucking nerd. Yep. <laughs> Always. Just embrace it, man. Just embrace it. Just own it. Um, What were mine? I mean, Horizon, I wasn't expecting a DLC announcement. That's really cool. Um, and it's not far away either. It's only in April, so that's pretty exciting. Um, Transformers Reactivate. That was a cool trailer when Bumblebee appeared. Um, not knowing anything about that game. I believe it's an action co-op of some kind um, that I've been talking about recently. Um, the press release that we got gave nothing away. So they're keeping their cards very close to their chest on that one for now, it would seem. Uh, yeah, Judas looks really cool. I love Ken Levine. Um, all of his Bioshock stuff was just like... Mm. And um, yeah, that's all very exciting. So give me more Ken Levine, give me more Bioshock light stuff. Um, the trade of a Lightfall, the new Destiny 2 pack, just still looks so fucking cool. Um, I up downloaded a Destiny 2 today and play on my telly, and it looks so shiny still. And so with all those colors, it's gonna be um, it's gonna be really interesting. Um, I think, I mean, there wasn't much. I want to go into a big one in a minute uh, that we can all kind of like um, put our thoughts into, but. Yeah, Cyberpunk. I'm excited to play more Cyberpunk. Um, I've still got so much to do on the actual game, but I have beaten the story. So, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see what comes next. Bit of Castlevania going to Dead Cells. That's really cool. Um, I really enjoyed Dead Cells. It's not really a game that I would normally play, but I, I got a, I think I got the code and I got really into it. And um, 
So I'm excited to see um, where that where that lands. Um, always up for a bit more dead cells. Uh, Suicide Squad, great to see the confirmation that Kevin Conroy um, is going to be Batman in that. I don't think there was any doubt in that, but it's nice to see that it's been uh, finally confirmed. And yeah, I think that was about it, really. Um, I don't know why. There was a bit of a lull in the middle. Um, there was a lot that was like, yeah, okay, that looks fun. I don't want to play that. I don't want to play that. I don't want to play that. Um, so yeah, I got, I'm getting very picky in my old age, it would seem. Uh, but yeah, there's uh, plenty to still get excited about. Um, I'm excited for more Death Stranding uh, conversation. Um, I loved chatting with Greg about it because Greg was so hyped for the first one. And um, it was so interesting when it finally came out and he was able to kind of share his thoughts on it. So I'm excited to see um, where the, the kind of opinion of Death Stranding 2 when it comes out. Um, I'm not going to play it, but I'm just going to, I will kick back and I will enjoy everyone else's thoughts on it. Um, much like the kind of things that everyone else plays that I'm too scared to play, but I'll watch people play like Callisto and Resi. Um, replaced, I mean, replaced just still looks absolutely stunning. Um, so. And that's covered to Game Pass, so that's a that's a brilliant get for Game Pass. And yeah, Jedi Survivor, um, not too far away now. Um, really exciting to play that. Uh, I think I'll get that on PC actually. Now I've got my EA Play account, so I can check that out regardless. But yeah, super fun time to head for gaming as ever. But I want to get into probably the biggest game that was announced there, uh, because I know there's going to be some opinions. And um, yeah, it was expected. We kind of knew it was coming, but. We wanted to, you know, finally get out there because it's going to be a world breaker, a world renowned title. And that title, of course, is Crime Boss Rocket City. So uh, let's <laughs> let's get oh into this God. trailer. <laughs> if you remember last week, we gave a good 20 minutes to this game and we there was a trailer. There was a trailer. No, there wasn't. There was a teaser website. And we were like, oh, it might be Fortnite. Oh, it might be this, it might be that. And it was coming from Epic Games and 505. And there was welcome to rockacity.com. It's all changed now. Now the game's actually been announced. And we were like, well, we'll see it at the Game Awards. We saw it at the Game Awards. And, well, uh, Josh, do you want to kick us off? Um, Yeah. Honestly, when you were building this game up, I was like, what have we missed? We've talked about literally anything, everything. Like, what are you talking about? Biggest game? Like, I've talked about it. It's Death Stranding 2, clearly, or Hades 2. Um, <laughs> no, it's it's now uh, called Crime Boss. Um, uh, Sean described it as, like, it could be kind of like a payday-type game where you kind of go in, do a mission where you commit crime, funnily enough, uh, as kind of... And there's all these characters which are voiced by or acted fully by celebrities i think you've got you've got michael madsen you've got um blanking on all these danny glover danny glover yeah kim basinger kim basinger there you go you're danny trejo in it danny Danny trejo um Um, i wanted to save the last one for the big one for last but i think if you vanilla ice Ice, yes um (laughs) oh i should have just saved him for last um, oh. <laughs> but yeah, we've got Chuck Norris as well. Mm. Um, so, gosh knows what this game is going to end up being like on re- launch. Um, but I don't know. I, I kind of the the preamble of the trailer. It I was really already sick of it. 
um, the two bodyguards between Michael Madsen as they were kind of talking about crime boss or his life on, uh, during, with crime and stuff like that. It was very, very like 2010s humour and kind of like edgy gamer, like funniness. And it really wasn't hitting for me. I, I think as I think we were, me and Kat and Miles were uh, all in party chat uh, whilst it was on and we were just, it was just a bit of cringe. Um, I hope the game's good because uh, we didn't really see anything of it at the Game Awards and I've not looked further into it. Um, but yeah, wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, if you were to uh, describe it, it's kind of got a, it's got a Saints Row vibe, I think. I guess a Saints Row-ish sure. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but it looks worse than Saints Row, which is a feat in itself, I think. Um, the fact that it looks even worse than probably one of the worst series in gaming right now is um, is 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 quite the compliment. Um, Miles, are you there day one for Crime Boss Rock A? He says, hey. Uh, no. <laughs> I, I do like Saints Row. I'm one of the few people who genuinely enjoy its stupidity, knowing full well that it's very flawed and very stupid. But even this for me just felt too cringe. The only selling point for me is that Chuck Norris is in it, but he'll probably have a cameo for like five minutes if that. Um, I, I don't know. I did play a bit of Payday 2. If it's a bit like that, it could have something good to it. I just feel like Michael Madsen was the highlight of it for me and his appearance was pretty awkward and cringy. So if they can somehow make Michael Madsen not cool, then I don't trust them to not make a game that is shit. <laughs> um yeah, I don't know. I feel a bit weird about it. It's probably one that will go into sale very, very quickly, and I'm hoping it's going to be like on Game Pass or something, so I can try it for an hour and then bounce off it, because I imagine that will be the case. Yeah, there's not really a lot else to add, to be honest. I think it's been covered pretty well. Yeah. Um, also got Michael Rucker as well from uh, the Guardians films, obviously. Nice. Um, doing some great work after being ditched by the Guardians films. Nice work, Michael Rucker. <laughs> Surprised they didn't wheel out like Arnold Schwarzenegger and um, like Jason Statham and stuff. Just wheel yeah. out every action person ever. Just Van Damme is in there somewhere as well. Yeah, yeah. Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Um, Kat, is this, just... Kat, is this a must-have? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I do see what you're saying. I, I feel like I'm always a little bit wary when games have like humongous actors in or loads and loads of actors because it feels like. It feels like little man syndrome. Do you know what I do you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, this this is this is a mediocre game that we're gonna try and flog you because there's loads of, of your favourite actors in. Like, don't get me wrong, I hope it slaps because it has got a great cast, but I feel like it's trying to hide something. And that's <laughs> probably that it's shit. <laughs> um I I might eat my words. It might be a great, I don't know, maybe I'll jump in. I'm intrigued. I am intrigued, but uh, I think for all the wrong reasons. Mm. Also, Michael Rooker is a fantastic human being. Just saying. Okay. Yeah. Um, there, just, there is um, there is six minutes of gameplay of Crime Boss Rock Ace SA. Um, currently, Rock Ace SA. I can't say it any other way. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Rock Ace SA. Oh, okay. I said hi. Um, I've just stuck it in the Slack. Um, it is a it is a first person shooter. Um, we might. It looks like we can co-op it, which I'm very excited to do. Ooh. 
Um, visually, it doesn't look terrible, actually. Is the person who gets to play as Vanilla Ice just going to go around singing Ice Ice Baby all the time? Yeah, whilst well, they're yeah. ice, icing babies. Um, well, adults. He's got an ice gun. We've got to kill helpful. adults. <laughs> He's going to be helpful during the stealth missions. Like, Stop! Collaborate and listen. <laughs> ice is back with a brand new invention. Something's got a hold of me tightly. Move like a vandal daily and nightly. What are going to stop? Yo, I don't know. Turn off the lights and I'll go. And you'll be like, shut up, another ice. Just shut up. This looks, it looks like a game that if I was a teenager when this kind of camp comes out, I would probably be all over it. Um, it just looks like it's had loads of money thrown at it with not r- much of a real direction, but the selling point is who's in it and then mm. just topping it off with this game that, yeah, looks all right. We're currently watching um sick that, that we are currently watching our gameplay video. And um yeah. It is it is very payday. Um kind of objective based first person co op kind of PvE taking on this uh this robbery, I assume, of like a museum. If you ever wondered what five oh five games did with all that control money. Well, here it is. <laughs> hmm. I, okay, it looks it looks better than I was expecting. I'll give it that uh, for the for the moment. Yeah. Um, um, the movement of the characters is pretty awful. See, this is that's the make or break, isn't it? It's how is how is this FPS game going to play? Is it going to be slick? Is it going to be smooth? Uh, but for right now, it kind of looks a bit clunky. I don't know if it's because they kind of lowered the sensitivity to make give it that kind of cinematic turn as they're shooting at guys and stuff like that. Um, mm. But it's very like 2010s double uh, A kind of shooter, which to some people is like perfect. They kind of like that kind of cheesy, not perfect, doesn't try to be perfect. Um, it just looks like a kind of polished, uh, well-funded version of that, really. Yeah, it's so 2010, isn't it? Yeah. So Xbox sure. 360. <laughs> yeah. If this came out during the Xbox 360, it'd be the biggest game of its generation. However, we are in 2022 when we've got games like Elder Ring winning Game of the Year and then mm-hmm. Things like this coming out, which are like, and it's it's a strange direction for five oh five, I think, because I mean, from the publishing side of their games, they go for not necessarily niche, but they're like they cater to an audience um, that's so vast. Like you could play Control, you could play Ghost Runner. They've not yeah. necessarily got like a Venn diagram of uh, an audience, but I am someone who likes really enjoyed both those games. But this is kind of I don't know who this is speaking to too much. <laughs> uh, really, maybe like the the co-op enthusiasts. Yeah, I mean, this might be fun, like just co-oping it one night, mm-hmm. just all of us together, tearing it through this um, this heist. Yeah, but uh, oh my god! Classic. So it does look like you can play as the characters, or if if you're on your own, maybe that. The NPC characters on your team are the known actors, but maybe you can play as the known actors. 
Mate, if I if I end up buying this game and I cannot play with Vanilla Ice, I'm going to be pissed. Because <laughs> that's all I've ever wanted, really. To be Vanilla Ice. Well, there we go. Well, that's Chrome's, Chrome Boss Rocky Sutai, um, <laughs> which is just... Uh, God, what a cracking, cracking looking game this thing is. Um, God, spent, given, spent another 20 minutes on it. Got given so much time at the game. What's up? What? Return the favor. Um, so, yeah, there we are. Um, so, that was the Game Awards. I mean, it was, it certainly was better, I think, than it has been in the past. Um, the adverts were few and far between. Did you know that if you buy a Samsung TV this year, you get Xbox Game Pass installed? Did you know that? That was brand new information to me. Yeah, it wasn't like they uh, didn't pummel it with ads. Uh, do you know what? I think Microsoft fully funded the Game Awards and they didn't have any of their games at it, which is yeah. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's what that's what I kind of want to, want to get into now, really, is the um, the, uh, the the Microsoft of it all. Um, because, well, they just... I mean, Phil Spencer was there. Phil Spencer was there, but they had no games really nominated and didn't show anything, really. Um What's quite interesting, um, Aaron Greenberg has tweeted um, today saying that 2023 will be incredibly exciting for the platform and that fans wouldn't have to wait long for big news. I appreciate folks are eager to learn and see more. Timing is always key, but don't worry, you'll not have to wait long for what's to come from Microsoft. Um, do you think they may have left it a little bit too late? Should they have been, should they have made a little bit more of a presence at the Game Awards? Uh, Josh? If they're not if they if they've not really done too much first party wise this year, then I wouldn't waste the energy, I guess, or the bandwidth for the game awards. When if you think about earlier this year when we had the Xbox Game Showcase, that was a whole show of its own, and there were so many games there. Granted, a lot of it was third party that they're kind of acquiring for the Game Pass. Um, but maybe their move is to just be like, look, we can. Our presence can be known there through adverts, which we'll happily pay for because we want as many eyes on it. Um, but really, if you want to know what we've got, you're going to have to come to us to see it, um, which could be a bold move, really, that I don't think we'll get something by the end of the year because we're almost wrapping up. Um, and the date of Starfield is blanking on me right now, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's like a month or two before Starfield saying this is, we get like a good, a chunk of gameplay footage we get a release uh, we get um kind of the release info of it maybe like pre-orders and kind of special editions something like that just to basically give starfield its kind of spot um for excitement and then talk about everything else they've got planned for the rest of the year that wouldn't surprise me um because they don't need to do that at the, the game awards they can do it for themselves yeah i mean do you think we'll see a a showcase, maybe January, February. Yeah, sometime. I think so. I think so. Yeah, interesting. Um, Miles, I mean, now you now you have kind of like shiny access to Game Pass and that goodness. Is there yeah. anything on the twenty twenty three slate from Microsoft that you want to see, or you want to see more of, or that has you a little bit excited and would have got hyped for at the Game Awards? I think that's the problem, is not really. Uh, Bethesda have a lot of studios, but we literally have no idea of what's coming from any of them, um, except for Starfield, and Starfield's gameplay trailer did not sell me whatsoever uh, that they had learned from any of their mistakes from the past. 
Uh, I think the biggest problem Microsoft have is that for the last year, they kept saying, oh, good stuff's just around the corner. We're going to show you soon. And then that soon keeps turning into months and then more months and then another month and then a year. And like they've just been completely innocuous this year. And the games they have had, things like Scorn, just haven't really landed at all. Um, they've been okay. You know, High on Life is looking like it might be all right when it comes out tomorrow uh, based on the reviews. But they've just got nothing that really gets you excited to think 2023 is really going to be their year. And I still think that a lot of the stuff that they're going to announce is probably going to end up pushed back into 2024. Um, unless they've got something really big planned up their sleeve, but we keep thinking that's going to happen at every kind of conference they hold. And we think, you know, this is going to be the one, they're finally going to announce stuff, they're finally going to show us all the stuff. Like Hellblade 2, we haven't seen anything more of ever since it was first announced. Um, and then that gameplay trailer was shown. Um, we just, all of the exciting things they have, we don't have anything to grab onto about when we're going to see it or whether it will be good or not. Um, and Starfield is the only exception to that. So I think it's difficult. I think Phil Spencer needs to do something um, to kind of stem this because, you know, Halo Infinite was their last really truly big release and that was stymied by a lot of problems. Um, and they've just overhauled the kind of management team for Halo Infinite um, because of the issues it's having with its ongoing live service. So I think there's quite a lot of problems. And I think the issue with Sony and this dragging out the Activision acquisition um, is only slowing them down. I think it's really hindering them. Um, so I think they need to start focusing more on actually getting some good quality games out and announcing what they have in their pipeline instead of just telling us to keep waiting for good stuff. Um, I want Microsoft to start doing well. I want them to be a good competition for Sony. But it just feels like at the moment, there's not really a lot to grab onto. Um, and that's a shame because they have such a repertoire of amazing games and a catalogue that they could be using. Um, and I'm sure they probably are in very early stages of development. But yeah, there's just nothing particularly gets me excited for their lineup next year, which given that Sony's basically plowed everything into this year, you'd expect them to come out swinging. So who knows? Maybe they've got a conference planned in the next month or two that's going to blow us away. I hope they do. But um yeah, I'm still a bit unsure about their 2023, to be honest. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's just worrying. Um, unless they can get this indie game out at the same time as the film. Um, you've got the feeling we should probably still see more of it by now, if that was the case. Yeah, yeah. Um, Contraband, still only seen that CGI trailer for the title. Uh, Perfect Dark's been restarted. Fable, I mean, Fable's going nowhere right now, it would seem. They're still hiring writers. That'll never be yeah. next year, not a chance. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, it's interesting. But then again, you know, what does Sony have next year? You know, that's a, another big question. They've, they've also been very quiet. You mm, know, I think, I, I think we're going to be lucky if Spider-Man drops next year. Mm. Um, it'll be November next year, if anything, I think. But, mm. um, yeah, we Wolverine probably 2024. I imagine Spidey's taking priority. Um, so, yeah, we don't really know what's going on next year, which is quite exciting in a way but it's also like uh it's a bit worrying from the from the from the uh the home studios anyway um that's that's it and it feels like next year would have been microsoft's chance to really kind of be like okay so only you've blown their load this year let's go in on next year and kind of announce our arrival to this gen so i feel like that's their window of opportunity to get in mm. yeah yeah i agree um cap what do you reckon do you want to finish this one off I'd like to see microsoft take a bit more of a Stands next year and just start knocking some doors down. Yeah, I mean, I think maybe they are riding the wave of the amazement of Game Pass a little too long, that they do need to start 
like you said, I don't think they can bitch and moan or people can bitch and moan about, you know, their lack of presence at the Game Awards and yet, you know, there's there's not much to show. So there's not much to show. We're not going to get much. Um, yeah, I mean, I think there's there's also the horizon of the lawsuit as well. So they've, they've kind of got to play their cards right. We'll see. We'll see how it goes at the moment. You know, they've got some good IPs under their belt. So, you know, that was a perfect opportunity to really kind of follow through um with some of the some of the stuff that they might be you know showing that fucking xbox showcase was ginormous like what was like there was probably three hours like they they definitely could have had a presence um at the game awards and, and whether it was a choice or whether it was you know a, a decision made later down the line i don't know um i guess we'll see like watch the space like i think i agree really with what miles was saying there just isn't you know just is what it is. They've got to. They've got to take that stance, and yeah, and then you know the games will speak for themselves. But right now, you know, it's what it is. It is what it is, pal. It is what it is. I was talking. I was on mute. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> um, yes, it's very exciting. Uh, this time next year, hopefully there'll be a plethora of Xbox games available on Game Pass, and yeah. all of this will be behind us. But we're not playing them because we're all playing Spider Man. So, yes. Oh yeah. 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 Creaming over a Wolverine trailer. You know. It's, yeah. I mean, it's not a huge the... lineup coming. Like based on the Xbox showcase that was earlier this year, it's it's coming. Do you know what I mean? But I feel like we could have been re-reminded at the Game Awards. Yeah, I I, th- I think there's a lot of games announced I've already forgotten about, and it would have been like yeah. the, it, the it one been... I can remember is the one that me and you loved, where you're a robot on a planet and you farm. Oh yeah, um, yeah, that one. <laughs> Farmer Frontier or something. I don't know, something like that. Uh, yeah, it was something like the, the last frontier or the first frontier or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Yeah, yeah. What looking forward to that. Up. Where was that? All you had to do was put a trailer together. God. Yes. <laughs> How hard is it? It's not that hard. Um. Anyway, yeah. So we shall see. We shall see. Come on, Microsoft, bring the thunder. You know you want to. You might. It's only got nothing now, so you know, bring the thunder. Uh, right then, let's get into our recommendations. This is where we find something throughout the week that we want to share with you, our little listener, whether it be a video game, a TV show, a movie, a book, a floor, or indeed a ceiling. I don't know. I'm looking at things. Uh, Kat, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, I'll kick you off. Um, so my recommendation, it's a bit jammy really, but I think that some people won't know about it if they're not looking for it. Um, my recommendation is to go on the PlayStation Store and download some demos. There is just so many new games on the demo section and they're all completely free so that's where i found um porcupine fall um and i also tried like a a boatload of games also the forspoken forspoken the forspoken demo um you suck at parking season like there was so much on there and there's like loads for everyone it isn't just like four demos there's literally like 10 to 12 um, so my recommendation is that if you are a bit broke by Christmas because you can buy too many Christmas presents for people even paying for heating, you know, there's a couple of games on there to keep you entertained. Um, and some of them are really good. Um, so that's my recommendation. More of a signpost than a recommendation, but still, <laughs> you know. A great recommendation indeed. Yes, I've been hitting the demos fairly hard. And uh, yeah, yes. great choice of stuff. Yes. Okay, Kaloa. That was good. Kaloa. Kaloa. Yeah, I think it's called Kaloa. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. I'm looking forward to that. That's good. Um, Immortals Phoenix Rising is on there as well. Played a little bit of that. 
is it? Yeah, quite quickly, which is a bit of shame because I kind of wanted it. But no, I don't. Um, you suck at parking? Yeah, all on there. Good stuff. Immortals has got a bad rap. I think it's fun. It's like all well, like the right. all like the middling really bits of it. it's all the middling bits of uh, Breath of the Wild and Assassin's Creed kind of all rolled into one. And it's <laughs> it's nothing original at all, but it's fun. It was fun for a little bit. Like we are original. See all the cool things we're doing. Yeah, Zelda did that. But what about that? Yeah, Assassin's Creed did that. But you know, it's fun, colorful. Yeah, it's very the, colorful. Uh, great duration as well. Um, Josh, what on earth could be your recommendation this week? <laughs> well, uh, so if Cat's going to be the door person to this restaurant of demos, uh, might I suggest on the menu season? Uh, no I love way! Lucky to the future. Whoa. Um, uh, and I just read a tweet saying that you've got one more day to play the demo. So if you're listening to this now, it would be the last day. Um, and I thoroughly, thoroughly suggest that you get on it. Um, Is that even if you downloaded it? Are they just going to shut the demo down? Um, oh, yeah, it might be a PT situation where you can't download it. Because um, mm. it's not really a server-sided game. It's nothing. There's no online mechanics. So I, I assume it could work offline. Um, but it doesn't tell you much about what the story is. Um, so I won't, it kind of just, uh, gives you all the tools of what you're going to be doing for the rest of the game. Um, and what that is, is basically, uh, making a scrapbook of everything you come across, uh, before the world ends. Um, it kind of, it goes from an inner monologue that then she kind of writes down into her book. You can take photos with your camera uh, with various filters. Uh, you can use different framing on it. Uh, it's creative in that way. You can record sounds of the areas um, and then they'll make quotes about it throughout the book and you can add the quotes and you can kind of scrapbook all of these memories however you want. Um, and that's a, that was a really fun part of it. It wasn't kind of like where... Some of the games where you kind of record your notes and stuff like that, it's very automatic. It's not how you've designed it, but this it's full control of it. Um, and it's just, it's really good looking. It's like a, a really autumnal cell shaded um, kind of, oh, it's, yeah, it's it's kind of cell shaded, but it's, it feels like it's got a lot more polys to it. Um, I don't know how to describe it. It's gorgeous. Um you get the kind of bike that you see in the trailer for the game uh, near the end of it. And it's not like a mechanically dense <laughs> way to play the, uh, to play on your bike, but it's kind of the triggers to kind of go with each foot and you kind of ride along and it's just, it's just feels like it's going to be such a meditative game where you kind of just get lost in it completely. And I'm so excited for it. It sounds like my jam to such a degree. It's like oh. just being yeah. chill out whilst the world ends. It's like, yep, I can get down with that quite easily. It's yeah. awesome. And um, the most impressive thing is you can kind of record anything you see or hear. Um, and they'll have a, a sentence about it, a little story about it, a, a note to take. And it's just like, like they've thought so much about player interactivity within the levels. Or I, I assume it's levels because you kind of go from the town that you start at that you've never left to then going out on into the world where you've no idea what's going to happen. Um, 
So it could. I don't assume it's going to be fully open world. There's probably stages that can open up quite big. Um, but yeah, the the kind of thought out depth of like everything that you could record has a purpose, and it's not just a meaningless task that you do. Mm. Right, I'm ready. I'm ready. So excited for that. It's actually the kind of thing I want to play at the start of the year. For sure. For sure. Um, Miles, your recommendation this week. Uh, mine's a bit of a weird one because it's technically not out for another hour and 45 minutes, but mine's Crisis Core Reunion, um, just because I have played the original way back in 2007 on PSP, and it's one of my favourite games of all time. Um, I think it's one of the better, fu- well, one of the best Final Fantasy stories, albeit I haven't played all of them. Um the combat system is really unique and quite cool. And from what I've seen of the previews and reviews and stuff, they've updated the combat mechanics to bring it much more in line with Final Fantasy VII Remake to make it more accessible and probably more enjoyable because it was kind of obtuse back at the time. Um, it genuinely has one of my favorite characters in a video game and it just looks great. I think it looks really, really good. So I'll be playing it at midnight and I just wanted to, again, kind of shout it out because I think it's a phenomenal game and it deserves people's attention. So yeah, that's mine. You're recommending a game you have not played yet? Yeah. Wow. I'm doing it. What a shill. I know. Absolute shill. Unbelievable. People trust us for integral journalism. <laughs> you know? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, my recommendation, I think we've broken a record this week. We're all recommending video games. Um, crazy times. I am recommending Among Us. Because today I have had a solid session of hide and seek. And it's been so much fun it is freaking brutal and it is so quick um i think i lasted in one game for about 30 seconds and the game was over um the guy absolutely tore around and yeah just ripped the sort of pieces if you don't know what hide and seek is it's basically people that have played among us for the past couple of years have kind of played an unofficial version of um hide and seek with the game's mechanics um so much so that in a sloth were like you know we should probably make our own version of this and make it official and that's exactly what they did. And they've made a very fun version of hide and seek uh, with with the players. And it's just a it's absolute carnage. Um, I love the soundtrack. They've t- they've thrown in like this crazy electric kind of metal guitar. Uh, it's absolutely insane. And um, if you're going to do it, just jump on it like, ASAP because it's really really fun. And um, if you're the actual killer, it's just yeah, it's so much fun. You haven't got to wait. There's no timers. There's no countdowns. You just go around and absolutely annihilate everyone as quick as you possibly can. And it doesn't get any more fun than that, really. Um, so, yeah, highly recommended it. Among Us just keeps on evolving. And uh, yeah, Hide and Seek is a really fun alternative That's from the from the OG version of the game. So, uh, yeah, go check it out. It's a free upgrade as well. So if you go and download Among Us, Among Us is only, I think, about what £3.50 on every platform. I think it's free on mobile as well. Uh, so just uh, go and check it out. It's freaking awesome. Right. I would uh, tell you the releases, everything that's coming out this week, but the website literally is not loading for me. Circle, 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 circle. Yep. So I don't know, nothing I can do. But we do know that Crisis Core Reunion is out this week, as is um, another major thing, which is the next-gen upgrade for The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt is also out this week. Um, look out for more on that on the thing guns very, very shortly. Um, but those two biggins are out this week. And uh, yeah. Very exciting times. So do make sure you check them out if you're into Final Fantasy or indeed The Witcher. But that's it. Ladies and gentlemen, for our penultimate episode, come back next week for our final episode of the year where we talk about our games of the year 
and we'll try and find something that we're hyped about for 2023 uh, a little bit more but yeah mainly our game of the year episode is always a big one and um i look back on the year kind of our favorite thing that's happened and uh yeah just a good old fashion video game finger guns loving that's what we do best but until then thank you very much for listening don't forget if you want to follow us you can follow us absolutely everywhere just go to the link tree in the description below to find us in all the places if you want to follow us on twitter you can just follow us on at f-n-g-r-g-n-s if you want to follow us individually you can all of our handles are in the description below except for mars of course he's smart and not on twitter if you really like what we do, want to follow our Patreon for $1 a month, you can keep this podcast live on its various podcast setting services and keep the website nice and shiny. But until next week, for the final time, it is goodbye from Miles Thompson. Oh, well. It's goodbye from Kat. Bye. And it's goodbye from Josh Thompson. Bye, everyone. It's goodbye from me. I'm on Roscoe. We'll see you next time. The last time in 2022. Bye.